Thank you to Audible for supporting this episode of Rogan Reasoned. Guys, I have a commitment issue with books. I buy them, I have great intentions of reading them, and yet all I have is a giant stack of unread books. But I found a solution that works really well for me. Audible. If I can't multitask it, I can't do it right now. So Audible allows me to listen to audiobooks while I'm doing another task. Cue laundry, making dinner, or working out. It doesn't stop there, though. They have a wide collection of podcasts, comedy, wellness programs, and more in their app. Discover thousands of titles and get your free 30-day Audible trial by visiting www.audibletrial.com slash roganreasoned. That's www.audibletrial.com slash roganreasoned for your free 30-day Audible trial. Hey guys, welcome back to Rogan Reasoned. I'm your host, Laura Swan Siekman. I appreciate you joining me for a brand new episode and chat about life, business, and badassery and dedicating a little portion of your day to me. Usually our talks are about 15 to 20 minutes and really most of my show notes that I prepare before I jump in front of the mic are typically the same number of pages but the overall length of our episode mainly depends on how slow or fast I decide to talk that day. (laughs) So we'll see what this one comes out to. Now, if you haven't noticed thus far, or you're dropping into this episode and aren't sure what I'm all about, let me just state that I'm a fairly blunt and straightforward person. I feel like if we all just say what we need to say and do what we got to do, Shit runs a lot more smoothly and communication is on fire. But there are a lot of people that aren't like this and honestly, it gets under my skin. I have such a hard time tolerating passive aggressive people. We all have passive aggressive moments or tendencies at times, but are you with me that some people just can't be upfront? They skirt responsibility, make dipshit comments, under their breath, and need a ton of hand-holding, that this makes up the majority of their personality and interactions? Listen, a lot of articles, websites, therapists, whatever, might say to help them through it. Be an extra good listener. Ask follow-up questions. Try to redirect them and all of that. Should we aim to be decent humans and give people a chance? Absolutely. Should we be patient with our interactions and give people a safe space to communicate with us? Sure. But it takes two to tango, and we don't have to constantly accommodate people's poor behavior, especially after we've already made an attempt at being said decent human. There's no quota or time investment we have to make. I don't exist on this planet to hold your hand and help you through every last menial task. I have stuff to do, goals to accomplish, and want my time to be respected also. You feel? So how do we zigzag our way through the minefield of passive aggressiveness and come out on the other side? Well, that's exactly what we're going to talk about today. Keep in mind, I am not a mental health professional or therapist, so take this as you will. 
but I am pretty good at Google and I've had to educate myself on this topic, both through experience and reading for my own reasons on how to handle it. So this is all just my spin on it because there's a lot of fluffy and ironically passive advice on how to deal with passive aggressive people. Like, when do we really draw the line? I think we're allowed to draw it a lot sooner than what comes across in other advice I have found or received. Again, we can all be passive aggressive at times. Sarcasm and stubbornness are two of my specialties, and they also happen to be qualities sometimes attributed to passive aggressive people. So it probably takes one to know one. I'm not claiming to be a perfect person whatsoever, but a true passive aggressive person really tends to stand out. But just in case you don't have a ton of passive aggressive people in your life, you haven't really given it thought or don't know what to look for in your own daily dealings with others, let's narrow down some of the ways someone can be passive aggressive to start off. Not an inclusive official list, but running through a few examples will get us all on the same page and maybe make you aware of some things you weren't noticing in your own life. Passive aggressiveness can be somewhat whittled down as the skilled art of being angry or defensive without explicitly seeming angry or defensive. Seems pretty fucking manipulative, right? Well, passive aggressive people are often maddeningly indirect, which literally drives me up the wall. Some conversations are scary and not everything feels comfortable. It's hard for me to address things at times also, but say what you need to say, damn it. Neither of us have to be an asshole just because we are being direct. We're just being direct. They avoid responsibility and constantly wish for things, but don't take action to make them happen. Instead, they let things happen to them and then complain about it. I mean, I'm just going to point out that this also makes me like go cross-eyed. <laughs> I'm down for encouraging someone to go after something, helping them talk through the plans and giving them an extra boost of confidence. But damn, again, I'm not going to hold your hand the entire way. And if you choose not to take action, then for the love of God, Stop talking about it or complaining about your situation. If it's not what you want it to be, then do something about it. Of course it isn't working out. You haven't done anything to better it. Saying passive aggressive repeatedly right now is starting to annoy me. So I'm choosing to possibly refer to them as PAs from here on out. So make a note as needed. Carrying on. You may see a PA almost be purposely inefficient at something. They come off lazy and unwilling to learn something because it takes work. They leave things undone or mess up so that you do it the right way and maybe blame you for the incompleteness because you didn't specify exactly how it should be done. So yeah, think about that for a second. It is confusing. Somehow it's your fault that they didn't accomplish something. And overall, PAs can be hard to communicate with. They are in it for them. This may be the person in your life that never answers your calls or texts and then makes an excuse for it later when really they were just trying to stall or they respond when they have something they want to talk about. They'll brush over what you said with a quick reply and then dive into their thing 
things with PAs can often feel one-sided, not two-way. And passive aggressiveness is somewhat unavoidable. It's going to happen in our personal relationships, business dealings, and social interactions. Some days I can't even run an errand without encountering some passive aggressive human, even just from an observational distance. You are going to encounter it, but you are an adult and you do get to choose how or with who you spend your time for the most part. You get to set your own boundaries, you get to make cuts, and you get to ask for what you need. Additional support for this episode is brought to you by Verb Energy. In need of a little morning boost or afternoon pick-me-up, Verb Energy's bite-sized bars pack as much caffeine as a shot of espresso, just without the coffee jitters. Actually, they are made with organic green tea and come in flavors like maple blueberry, coconut chai, salted peanut butter, and vanilla latte. And at just 90 calories, we can all continue to try and be our best selves in 2021. Are you in? Snag your 16-bar starter pack and get over 50% off using my exclusive link in the show notes for this episode. Be sure to follow them on Instagram at Energy and show off your favorite flavor in your stories and posts. All right, let's start with the do's because PAs are unavoidable at times and we all need a few tools in our belts to deal when they come along. First off, you need to learn to spot them. We've already talked about a few examples of passive aggressive behavior, but it's time to pay attention to your daily interactions a little more and hone your own spidey sense. I feel like at this point in my life, I can tell within the first five minutes of hearing you speak if you have strong passive aggressive behavior and if I'm going to like you or not. In fact, that's partly why I'm a little quiet when I first meet people. I like to take a second to observe and listen to what they're all about. If they are diving in to some PA bullshit from the start, I'm moving on. I'm really not going to make an attempt to engage. I went to this blogger event one time a few years back and didn't know anyone. I figured, why not? I'm the only person I know that does what I do, and it would be nice to have some quote-unquote industry friends, if you will. Now, of course, I didn't walk in and just silently case the room listening to everyone. That would be creepy. But after making introductions, I kind of let the other attendees, the other bloggers, lead the conversation. And all I heard was passive-aggressive comment after passive-aggressive comment. They were whiny, incredibly insecure, weren't actively looking to grow or connect. They just wanted third-party affirmation for things they were working on, not going as planned, and not being their fault. Dumb shit, like they really weren't getting the number of likes on their posts that they wanted, but it was all because of the algorithm. Like it couldn't possibly be the fact that they were just starting out or were still pushing out shitty content that people didn't care about. People would like bitch about something and then look at me and be like, you know, or, oh, right? And I would literally say, no, I don't feel that same way. And they'd be shocked as if I was elitist bent by not joining in the PA behavior. I thought to myself, like, what the fuck am I doing here? And I soon left. Next up, you know those two legs you have? 
use them. Walk away for a minute, then come back and deal with what you have to deal with. Not replying to an email or text right away has probably saved me some serious headaches. For whatever reason, when I'm pissed off, I become 10 times more articulate. It's kind of like my superpower, but that can come back to haunt you. If you're in a group, leave the room or find some mundane thing to fiddle with instead of responding right away. And if you're face-to-face, take an actual breath in and out or literally ask for a minute to collect your thoughts on what someone just threw at you. Just never take the bait. We have to recognize our own passive aggressiveness and opt not to respond the same way. It's not an eye for an eye, and PAs really won't learn their lesson with the taste of their own medicine. You're spinning your wheels. That's for them to fix about themselves and not for you to fix. And you're not obligated to stick around and take the hits while they take the time to figure it out. And while you're giving yourself that space to think and not respond with the same PA style, Ask yourself if their opinion or response really matters to you. Can you just not respond to the dumb shit they said at all? Does it make or break your day? Or can you give a simple, straightforward response and leave it at that? Is it really worth trying to change their mind, help them grow, or see the figurative light about a topic? The only thing you can control is you and your reactions. And there are a few things you shouldn't do, too. Listen, passive-aggressive people may have low self-esteem or lack of confidence. A lot of things might be said out of fear of failure or inadequacy of some kind. Be a decent human. Have some patience and try to make them feel heard and valued in conversation. And be encouraging, you know, for them to share their thoughts as they feel. But only to an extent. Don't constantly roll over to accommodate everyone else. It's not healthy for you, and you'll begin to absorb their negative behaviors. Also, don't take responsibility for decisions that should be made jointly. It's tempting to get it over with by handling it yourself. I was always that kid in school that ended up doing the entire group project because everyone else was farting around not sure of what they were doing, making up excuses as to why something didn't get done, and constantly like challenged everything about the work we were doing. It was a lot easier to get an A by just doing shit myself, and that was never fair. It can be really tempting to do this in relationships too. Sometimes all the things get shifted to the to-do list of one person because the other has a more passive-aggressive approach. So for efficiency, accuracy, and avoidance of conflict, one person just does the things and ultimately gets burned out or becomes unhappy. There are things that two people or more need to do, and each person needs to be held accountable. It's only fair. And don't sacrifice your boundaries. It's really tough to lay a new boundary or push back the line after it has already been breached. It's hard to make up lost ground. You teach people how to treat you through your responses and actions, and they learn what they can get away with. At the end of the day, if you can't beat them, ax them. I'm not a handholder, and you don't have to be either. It's fine to let people go. 
It's fine not to be friends with everyone or stay in touch with family even. Everyone has their own tolerance levels, standards, and mental health. You have to do what is good for you in the long run, and sometimes people don't fit the bill. I really subscribe to the thought that we are who we surround ourselves with. If you're around soul-sucking negative energy, surprise, you'll be a soul-sucking negative person yourself. If you're around a bunch of whiny, bitching people, you'll notice that you also start to complain, even if it's in your own thoughts. You'll start making snide comments. You'll blame other shit for your own shortcomings. You will absorb the passive-aggressive style. Me? I want to be around independent, hardworking badasses. People that can communicate directly, address things head-on, get shit done, and have fun doing it all. People that work to find their inner confidence and think the sky is the limit. And those who work to improve themselves and keep moving no matter what. So name the people you want to be around and go find them. Set boundaries, make cuts, and check how you respond to those passive aggressives in your world. Let go of the need to handhold and serve as a crutch for them. You are made for more than that. So listen, have a great week. And I look forward to chatting again soon on next week's episode of Rogue and Reason. To learn more about me, your host, and the Rogue and Reason podcast, visit www.lauraswanseekman.com slash podcast and follow along on Instagram at Rogue Reason Podcast.